Seeking to be average may not win sporting events or get you a raise at your job, but when it comes to your financial goals, it can be a pretty good place to be. Hello again, I'm Scott Inman with this week's Fastest 4 Minutes in Finance. Well, we got inflation data for August this week, and overall, it ticked up. But I was struck by one of the headlines of one of the articles that described inflation as running hot again. Is it really? The Consumer Price Index rose 0.6% from July to August and 3.7% year-over-year. That's up from July's 0.2% monthly increase and 3.2% annual gain. So, is inflation rearing its ugly head again? Well, the answer could be yes, but we have to remember it's always going to be with us. And this week's numbers are not anything to be alarmed about. Obviously, the jump from 3.2 to 3.7 is not huge and was in line with what most economists were expecting. It was also driven by one particular area. I'm sure you've noticed it's costing more to fill up your gas tank these days. That's because oil prices have been surging. Energy was up 10.6% just from July to August, and oil prices hit a yearly high just this week. The surge is being blamed on a supply shortfall. That's according to OPEC. The International Energy Agency announced recently that world oil demand is scaling record highs. OPEC estimates a supply shortfall of 3 million barrels per day in the final quarter of this year. If you take a look at the core inflation data, which strips out the food and gas prices, August prices were up 4.3% year-over-year. That's down from 4.7% in July, so that's a better-looking trend. Now, we can't say that it was only energy prices that are rising, though. Rent prices continue to surge, up 0.5% from the previous month. The shelter index was up 0.3% compared to July and 7.3% compared to August of 2022. But that was still a downward trend from 7.7%, the annual jump in July. Overall, inflation is trending down, but energy prices are offsetting some of that progress. And the data did little to change market expectations that the Federal Reserve will not raise interest rates when they meet next week. Markets are pricing in a 95% chance that the Fed leaves the rate unchanged. There is still a possibility they do raise them one more time in 2023, though. This continues to support our belief that interest rates will be, quote-unquote, higher for longer. But it's important to realize higher is relative, and it is certainly not hot. While the Fed declares their preferred inflation rate is 2%, the long-term inflation rate in the United States, measured from 1960 through 2022, is 3.8%. August was coming in at 3.7. We are average, but not exceptional. The Fed funds rate, which is the interest rate that the Federal Reserve has been hiking for the past year and a half, now sits in a range of 5.25 to 5.5%. Historically, that rate has averaged 5.42% from 1971 through 2023. We are average, but not exceptional. Of course, as investors, we want to know how the market will react to inflation and interest rates moving forward. Well, I would take the average. The average annual return of the S&P 500 index is 10.7% from 1957 through 2022. You cannot directly invest into that index. It is used as a benchmark measurement and is not a promise of future returns, but it shows us that while the market, inflation, and interest rates 
all swing to extremes in both ways, average can be a very good place to be. Thanks for listening. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and GenWealth Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.